that lets you save the Look here. True form life. Green look on Without question, we need more love and compassion in this world. But I also feel like we need harder people that can get through controversy or people that can get through challenging times. Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated, Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community, wherever you may listening. I know it takes a lot of time and effort to... Well, I suppose I should say it means a lot because we have so many things going on throughout the day and there's so many different shows to listen to. So we appreciate your time and coming in to see what we have going on today and the other days that you come on and check out Exploring Mind and Body. Today, I want to talk about maybe a controversial subject that could be rubbing people the wrong way. (laughs) Don't exactly shy away from controversy, but in this regard, I feel like there is so many things going on in this world, and that is based around easy times. And I know that's going to be a difficult statement for a lot of people to hear, but there's so many easy times in this world. It's been so easy for so long. And I feel like that is what created so much animosity towards everything. So I'm going to get through this. I think it's I'm going to be able to shine some light on, on a slightly different angle. Maybe we can open up some eyes. Maybe we can help people understand that maybe things aren't so bad. Of course, depending on your situation. But we, we got we got a lot to talk about here. I'm excited to get into it. And I appreciate you hanging out with me for as long as you do. And you're more than welcome to share your opinion on our social media pages. Or you can shoot, shoot in a message and... You can agree, you can disagree. That's okay. I feel like that should be okay in this world. Everyone doesn't have to share the same opinion, but I'm going to share mine, and I hope you enjoy. Sit back and enjoy. We got all that coming up on... This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, so the main basis of this show is just to have an open conversation of so many different things that's going on around in the world. And I feel like here's the thing is that life has become so easy (laughs) that I feel like we've started to make up things to make it harder. And I know, like I said at the intro, I know this is a difficult concept for people to grasp because everyone believes that life is hard and that in most cases, we got to grind through life. We don't have enough finances. Like we don't live. Most people don't live in a state of abundance. They live in a state of lack. So we don't have enough. There's not enough jobs out there. There's not enough money. I don't have enough friends. And it doesn't matter how many you have. You could have a thousand friends. That's not going to be enough. You could have a million dollars in the bank account. Then you're going to compare yourself to a multimillionaire. And when you're a multimillionaire, you're going to compare yourself to a billionaire. So it doesn't matter what it is. Living in that state of lack will create lack and will always feel like we don't have enough abundance in our life when the fact of the matter is that we do. But but the problem is, is that life has become so easy. You don't have to get off the couch to make your meal. You can order Uber Eats or you can order, they're not a sponsor of the show. <laughs> you can order a half a, I know right now there's about a half a dozen different food places where you could order in 
and not make your own food, not go to the grocery store, not get off the couch. They'll bring it right to your door. You stay on the, someone's going to have to bring it to you on the couch. <laughs> you, they bring it to you on the couch. You make your food. They, you, they make your, you eat your food. You don't make it. You don't have to do the dishes. You don't have to load the dishwasher. You don't have to unload the dishwasher. All you have to do is throw all that trash in the garbage. And I've done this before. I'm not saying that I'm completely immune to anything that I'm saying here is that I'm a part of this world too. I look at my phone too much. I catch myself in, in the mindset of lack instead of abundance. And that's why I'm here to share with you that I'm a real person. We're all real people. We're all human beings in this world. And we need to find a, a way to come together and understand that we're all a part of this world and we're all connected in some way or another. And we need to live together, learn to live together. But I've tried these, I guess I've tried these packages. I hate the plastic. I hate the waste. I hate the so much garbage and trash. So living in this easy world, we don't even have to. There's so many things we don't have to do anymore. We don't have to sit in traffic. We don't have to fill our car up with gas to go or plug it in <laughs> to go to the grocery store to get food. You sit there on your couch. You order from your, you don't even have to pick up your phone anymore. You order from an app. The person shows up at your door. You don't pay them. So you don't have to go to the bank to get cash. It's all plastic or it's all on, a, on an account. It's so easy, which is great. Convenience is fantastic. So you sit on your couch. You don't go to the movie theater like Blockbuster. If you're a younger individual listening to the show, you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but we used to have um, local movie shops. And then Blockbuster kind of took over, which I didn't like. And then Blockbuster got wiped out, which I didn't entirely feel bad about at the time because they were basically a monopoly. And then they got wiped out by Netflix. So it's kind of a doggy dog world. But you you used to go, you used to pick yourself up out of the couch, off the couch. You got in your vehicle, you drove to the movie store, you got out, you had to flip over the movies. You've, I guess, first of all, you had to see there had to be a cassette or a, or a DVD behind the movie. <laughs> and you pull that off. And, and if there was one there, okay, it was still in. If it wasn't there, then it was sold out. If it was a popular movie, they'd have five or six of them there. Send me a message if you know what I'm talking about. If you remember going to Blockbuster or your local movie theater and actually picking up a movie and looking at and reading the back of it and saying, yeah, I think I want to rent this one tonight. <laughs> so you go get, you, you pick up your movie, you bring it to the checkout. They bring you through, you go home, you put it in your DVD player, you sit on your couch with your homemade popcorn. Well, you don't have to make homemade popcorn anymore. That's just tossed in the microwave. So, and then when you're done with your movie, there was late fees if you didn't bring it back within three or four days. So you got to bring that movie back in your car. You got to get back to the movie place before it closes on the day that you're supposed to. You either bring it inside or you drop it in the slot. And that is so much extra work today. It's absolutely mind-boggling. We sit on the couch or in your chair, your favorite recliner, and you flip through a streaming movie. You got thousands of movies at your fingertips. And you flip through that. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with this. This is just one example I'm going to share with you. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But the problem is life has become so easy that we've started to make up things to be upset about. We can be upset about the most ridiculous thing. It could be the smallest, most minute issue. Like the neighbor parked in the wrong spot. It could be the neighbors were out having a barbecue last night and I could hear them and they disrupted 
my thing. Like it, it could be anything like that. Sound, hopefully that sounds ridiculous. That's what I was going for. But it could be the most ridiculous thing. It could be the smallest thing. And that's the thing that I want to get at is like that we used to live in a tough world. We used to live in a world where when you worked, you worked on a farm and you worked from from when the sun came up till when the sun went down. And I have friends that grew up on my mother-in-law actually grew up on a dairy farm, but we have friends that grew up on a number of different farms. My uncles owned farms, and that's what it was. It was hard work. When we worked on weekends and during the summer, we used to pick rocks. <laughs> I know it sounds ridiculous, right? We literally picked rocks from a field, put them in a pile, and then the, tra- then when the tractor would come a couple times a day or th- whatever, three, four times a day. Then we load the tractor bucket up, and that tractor would go take it off the field. And they had to they had to remove the big rocks or as many rocks as possible so they could plant the field and harvest it. That was a thing. How many kids do we know now that live that that work like that or live on a farm? Very few. Most are going to the. It's different if you live in a rural area. We actually live in a rural area, but we spend a lot of time. We have a place in Los Angeles. How many farms do you think are around there? None. I grew up in Calgary, Alberta. It's a big city. How many farms are around there? None. All the kids I grew up with, including myself, well, I shouldn't say including myself because I had relatives and we would drive about an hour to get to the farm and work on the farm in the summers or on the weekend. But then, but all my friends, like none of them knew knew anything about farming or, or, or working on a farm. So what I'm saying is, is that in t- like today's day and age, kids, they're not interested in working. They want to do a TikTok video. And then they've, they have the smallest problem. It's not just kids have these little problems because, I mean, I'll give kids a little bit of a leeway here because when kids have issues, they don't have to worry about bigger problems like paying bills or having a job or supporting your family. That's a little bit different. But as an adult, even these, even these things that we take for granted is we never had to deal with these things in the past. Like people are complaining about, oh my, trip to mexico got canceled like what are you talking about like that that's the worst thing that happened in your life sure it sucks most people don't like don't run their own business they get so many days off a week and and then they take that to go on a trip and then their trip gets canceled and and then but then their whole life is upside down we used to be running away from animals <laughs> we used to be fighting starvation when we lived on the plane or in the mountains like where wherever your ancestors came from we used to have real problems and even, I would say, 10 to 20 years ago, we had more issues than we have today. Everything has become so easy that I feel like we make things up. Like, we make things up to make our life more challenging. And that is the that is such a big issue in today's society. Like, we sit there on social media, we scroll through, and we look for something controversial just so we can argue with someone. It's like we have nothing to do throughout the day except sit on our couch, watch Netflix, have a microwave dinner if they're not bringing it to your meal. If you're not have a microwave dinner, if they're not bringing the meal to your door, and life is so easy. We so we have to think of ways to create controversy, or we have to think of ways to create trouble in our lives, so we have some kind of interest or excitement or debating, whatever it is. Is like that is self-made. It's absolutely created because we're so bored with life. We need something to do. You know what? You know it's it's so eye-opening to me. Like as a business owner, you think about how many people that are in debt, how many people that are in credit card debt, how many people struggle to pay their bills, to drive a decent car that'll start on a regular basis, whatever that is. And life can be challenging depending on how we live it, how we treat ourselves, how we speak, how we think, how we act. It's all connected. 
but we there's so many people that struggle financially but if you look at right now like right now is the world has never been in a situation where it is today where there's been so many homemade millionaires so many people doing side hustles so many people that have quit their job and started their own business you could do that there's a there's a repeatable path to success anthony robbins always says this don't reinvent the wheel all you have to do is repeat that path and i believe that to my core you just have to continue to follow what people have been doing to, to create millionaires and billionaires of course you have to learn you have to sacrifice you have to be able to get off the couch and put more effort into your life than sitting there flip like a lot of people get home from work and okay maybe they have a difficult job that they don't really like so they're emotionally drained mentally drained possibly physically drained you go home you sit on the couch and you sit there until it's bedtime and then from the couch you go to the bed and you watch more tv until you fall asleep you feel horrible you're mo you're emotionally drained from watching all this nonsense on tv you're scrolling through your newsfeed, following all this, all the uh, controversial posts, ha literally having arguments with people because you have nothing better to do. And then we wonder what's going on with our life. But coming back to the financial aspect of it is there's so many people working from home, side jobs, um, creating new jobs for themselves, starting businesses. And you could do that. Like We could all do that. Every single one of us could go out and do that. If we chose to, we just don't choose to like we don't want to put ourselves out there and i guess what i was coming back to is we have like we always have jobs for people every business owner you could possibly think of will have a job for you if you could bring in them more revenue so if you want a job you go to your favorite pizza place and you tell them what you can do for them you're great on social media you can teach them how to do social media because most pizza places suck at it <laughs> most restaurants you could tell them that you could you're really good at bookkeeping maybe you're a bookkeeper you're going to teach them how they can save a bunch of money in taxes you can teach them how to you're maybe you're a designer you can design their website you can design their menus you could go to just about any establishment and sell yourself but instead we sit at home and we complain on social media about all the miserable things that are happening to you in your life but again, what I'm getting at is they're so minute. These things are so small. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that there's nothing major happening in people's lives. There's a lot of crazy things that are happening right now, especially with health. Like, depending on when you're listening to, we we listening to this, people are actually losing their jobs. People are being forced experimental medication. People were, and now, coincidentally, in quotation marks, question mark, people are, they just released in Alberta that, for the first time ever, the the leading cause of deaths in Alberta is unknown. They just released that. And then we don't connect the dots. So at any rate, that's a different that's a different show. But what I'm saying what I'm saying here is that it doesn't have to be like that. You can I guess what I was saying is that I know people are going through some real tragedies, some real difficult times, but but it doesn't always have to be that challenging. It doesn't always have to be chicken littles that's running around like the sky is falling. We can make a change in life. If, if it's financial, if it's financially taxing on your life and you hate your job, start a side gig. Pull up YouTube and type in side gigs and about 100 million videos are going to pop up on all kinds of entrepreneurs that have successfully created their own business and left their side job. But instead, we don't, choose, we don't choose that hard route. It's easier just to show up at work, go through the motions, come back and complain because that's easier it's easier to complain and that's something else i want to talk about is competition i feel like like when we play like i, I grew up in in the athletic world and i've i played all the way up and up until as a professional athlete 
And those were, it was difficult times in a different realm. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying being an athlete is any more different than losing your job. But I'm saying that you you dive in uh, in the ground and you get hurt, you get scraped. You, I dove, I broke my, sprained my hand, broke my finger. Like So that is phys- a physical challenge. It could be. You're dealing with constant rejection. Like I got kicked, like I got cut from more teams than I could count. Then you make a team. Then you get cut from a team. So there's emotional, there's, there's emotions that are going up and down that you're dealing with. We already talked about the physical. Then you have the, I suppose you could talk about the business side of finding new teams, getting paid for, for a contract. You're actually losing. So you're dealing with failure. Like you're losing a game, you're dealing with failure. You're dealing with failure. You get cut from a team, you're dealing with failure. We don't have that anymore. Like we don't have that in this world. We don't have failure. Like most people don't really get, um, don't have to deal with regular competition. Most people just show up at their job. Like the worst for me is receptionist, to be honest with you, or, or even a salesperson, because you buy from people you know, like, and trust. That's all there is to it. So if I call someone and the receptionist is rude, short, or angry, I don't want to deal with their business, but they don't care. Like that receptionist doesn't care. The business owner should care who they're hiring. But if that receptionist loses that job because they're miserable or because that business goes out of business because she's been so miserable to so many people and everyone left, then all she's going to do is go get hired at another job. She doesn't care. That's one of my biggest gripes with with customer service or people answering their phone. But that's what I'm saying is that we, we it's just easy just to, you don't, you're not dealing with any controversy. You're not dealing with any failure. All you're doing, these individuals, you just show up at your job and you're miserable. You go through your life and there's no real failure. There's no real competition. There's nothing to ignite you or light you up or push you forward. That's why people are like, like one of the main, biggest questions we get is, how do you get motivated to do this, this or that? And like you should, and most people should have internal motivation. I'd imagine mine comes from athletics. But if you don't have the internal motivation, you really don't have a whole lot of drive to do anything. People don't have drive to be more successful at work. They don't want to move up because there's more responsibilities. And if there's more responsibilities, then there's more pressure on you. And people don't want more pressure because there's going to be more stress. And more stress is going to cause more health issues because we're not working out and we're not eating right. It's all a constant chain of events of people that don't deal with failure don't want to deal with failure there's none of that competition that i'm talking about in sports in sports they give away they give away participation awards like okay i'm okay with participation awards if the kid is like three or four years old and is just playing soccer and you know you score on yourself and you don't know where the ball like you don't even know what you're doing you don't know what you're supposed to kick the ball in the net and you stop and you hug your friend that's on the other team like that's okay give them a participation awards but as you get older and you're actually competing or you're trying to win a game you got to get away from the comp the participation awards because there's no losers you don't uh, you net you don't teach the kids defeat you don't teach them how to get back up and you don't teach them how to actually strive to win and and i'm not saying that the whole world should be based around competition and not everyone has to win all the time but if you don't have any reason to score that ball in the net, then what are you doing there? Then you're hugging your friend. <laughs> and it looks pretty funny when you're 16, year old, 16 years old, you're crying on the sidelines because no one taught you how to lose. No one taught you how to pick yourself back up. Maybe you're hugging your friend during the game, whatever sport it is, that's going to look a little weird. But my point is that we as adults running this world, 
we think it's okay that we have participation awards, that there's no competition. Everybody wins. Everyone gets a participation award. And and we try to like we like it's sunshine and like that's not the world we live in. We don't live in a world full of sunshine and palm trees like I would like to believe. It just doesn't work like that. So when it comes to athletics in sports, I feel like that competition, like you could look at jujitsu or that's a tough word for me or wrestling. Like those are more combat sports like where you're actually fighting someone or wrestle. Like I, I did some wrestling. I didn't really get into jujitsu, but I always kind of wanted to. But it's different when someone's like trying to choke you out. Like that is, that's the only thing that you can think about in that moment. You're not thinking about 16 other different things. You're not thinking of other things that you could complain about. Like as a business owner, we're very fortunate. We don't get a, a ton of complaints, but the complaints that do come in are the most minute thing I could possibly think of. I, th- I, th- I think to myself that sometimes I think like, is there nothing going on in your life <laughs> that this had to be made up so you could have a conversation with me or my employees? But that's the thing is that people do that all the time. It's become so normalized that you don't you go to the restaurant your food's a little cold or you or someone I was at a restaurant with someone a distant family member and their like piece of meat was touching their rice or something and they sent it back like it was the most ridiculous thing i could think of and i just thought like that individual had so little to worry about in their life it was almost sad it was they had so little to worry about in their life that their biggest concern their biggest problem was that that food was touching that food you're not seven years old smelling and touching all the food before you think you're going to taste it. Like, that's not, it's not how adults should be acting. That's how adults act. That's not how adults should be acting. And there's no, when you look at a situation like that, there's no compassion. There's no understanding. There's no, like, that chef probably did the best that he could. And I'm not talking about, like, completely ruining or burning a meal. I'm talking about, like, literally touching food. And, like, the server probably did the best that she could. She's doing her job. She's bringing, bringing her food. So there's there's no compassion. There's no understanding about the other people or the other side. But I feel like that has the, is the world that we have become. And now every little problem is the world's problem. Now we go on social media and we complain about it. Now you're creating unions to go after your, your bosses who sacrificed everything to go out on a limb, to create a new service so you could have a job so you could be an employee, so you could feed yourself and your family, and then you're going to attack. We see it all the time now of people not agreeing with what's going on at work, and maybe some of those are justified. So without question, being open-minded, some of those may be justified about how people are treated in the workplace, uh, what's happening behind the scenes. We have, um, you know, you have the, you have sexual, I don't know, sexual abuse. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know the exact words, but you have those things happening in the workplace, but. Some of these things that are popping up of how people are treated and what they're what they're being like they don't want to be called by their name anymore. And then we got the whole gender thing going bonkers. And then we got like it's it's there's so many things in the news. Like what was the other one? Like you you shouldn't have a it's racist to have a ID to vote. I mean I gotta believe that there's more important things in this world that we should be worrying about. Like, pre, like you could think about prevent. This is a health show, right? You could think about the prevention of people's health. Like, what are we doing to actually prevent? Let's say another virus pops up, whether it's man-made, released on purpose, or if it was accidental and it was created by evolution. <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's say something did pop up again. Why aren't we putting more emphasis on people living a healthy lifestyle? I have seen like I haven't seen any governments putting more emphasis on maybe possible government run facilities like exercise facilities, which I don't want. But I'm but I'm saying that they haven't put any effort into that. They have put zero effort into prevention of health. Like most of the people that died from well, I, th- I believe all of the people that died from uh, cor- the coronavirus had three and a half or four comorbidities, and then and then one major factor was most of them were also like a high percentage are also obese. So we know that these are facts, and, and you could say that's not true, or you could not believe it, or you don't want to believe it. But we have clear facts that are starting to come out. They just don't throw them up on mainstream media because they don't want people to know the truth. But why aren't we putting more emphasis on helping people lose weight? Why aren't we making it easier? Why aren't gym memberships subsidized? Why aren't we spending like some of that those billions of dollars that are going to that are going to Ukraine? Why why isn't some of that money like if you can raise that much money overnight for a war, why can't you raise that much money or at least half that money for healthcare? And why like you look at one of the one of the clinics in BC, there's a six hour wait just to get in. And and that's the things that we're dealing with. We're dealing with top, like we're on social media complaining about the things that we shouldn't be complaining about. We're wasting our time and we should be in the gym working out or we should be making a f- food or we should be growing food in our own garden and spending more time doing physical activities and actually working and putting the time and effort into things in, in life that matter instead of sitting in our newsfeed and scrolling for two and a half hours and then wondering why your eyes are itching at the end of the day. Like, oh, my eyes are really bothering me. Did you realize how like how many how many hours a day you look at your newsfeed? Most people have absolutely no idea and don't believe that there's any health issues connected with that. So that's what I have to share with you today. And that was you could you could call that a rant. I'm I'm not angry about it. I'm not. I'm just trying to shine some different light on the subject. Like, there's a lot of things going on in this world, and I feel like a lot of those things are based around not having enough things to do, being bored, less competition, not understanding how to deal with failure, and taking accountability for yourself. Having accountability for making a decision, living with that decision, taking action to get past it, get through it, get over it. Like we need, I feel like we need harder people in this world. And that may be a difficult concept for people to understand. Or, you know, like I just feel like, oh, so-and-so needs more love and compassion. They do. Without question, we need more love and compassion in this world. But I also feel like we need harder people that can get through controversy or people that can get through challenging times. Like all these these guys that have old old money. They went through really difficult times. They went through World War One. They went through the they went through the the stock market crash. And we create I think they created more billionaires in the stock market crash than ever. We're dealing with the recession right now. And people are so busy complaining about gas prices that they're not figuring out different ways to make more money so they can afford gas prices. If you weren't on social media complaining about gas prices, maybe you could work on your side gig and turn that into your full-time job so you didn't have to complain about your job the whole for the rest of your life. I don't know. Like, is that is that an oversimplification? Is that too much to ask or too much uh, too uh, too difficult concepts for people to understand? I don't know. I don't think it matters what gender you are, what age you are. You can start a business at any time. There are success stories from people that are... Uh, Anthony Robbins was telling some crazy story about this guy got b- crashed and burned two or three times. He lost his business. He built his business back up, went bankrupt. Like There are these stories all over. You could find them if you want to look for them. I just feel like we don't want to see them. We don't. We, we only see what we want to see. We want to 
pay attention to the things that make us make us feel good and we want to complain about the things that we don't and we don't want to do anything about it so my call to action today would be take action my call to action would be to take action in the direction you want to go if you don't like your job find a different job or start a side gig that you can build up and eventually lead have that as a plan in your life i i really believe in competition of course as a professional athlete i would try something that you can compete in it could be pickleball it could be chess or checkers whatever it is find something to drive you to to be motivated like maybe you want to win maybe you want to beat grandma in the game of puzzles i I don't know what you want to do but whatever it is find a way find a reason to wake up get motivated live with passion and have your mind occupied on things that matter instead of complaining about things that don't That's all I got for you today. Thank you so much for being here with us on Exploring Mind and Body. I so much appreciate your time coming in. We do have a lower back program that we have recently released, and that is timeless. So it doesn't matter if you're listening to this show a couple weeks from now or a couple months from now, a couple years from now, that's going to be a product. So it will be a support group and people in there where you can talk with, communicate with. But I've we just did a bunch of new, brand new videos that are only released in this lower back problem. I've found success alleviating and eliminating back pain and i want to share that with the world i want to share that with every single person that deals with lower back pain and i'm hoping i can help you out if you need any details just shoot us a message we're all over we're at trueformlife.com or we're also on every social media platform that you can think of (laughs) that's it that's all i got i'm out of here as always i'm your host drew tadia in health and fitness for a better world thanks for listening You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.